Okay. Vizos Torah Adam. This is the this this is the the um, it's it's a it's a play on words you know coming off of a, a few different pesukim in the Torah, but this is basically this is the Torah of the Adam, Kol Ish Yisrael, any Jew, Al Yomar Belibo Chas V'Shalom, she never Chas V'Shalom say, Kima Ani Umakochi Lifol B'Masei Hashvalim Shum Inyan Ba'Olam, Who am I, and what? Abilities do I possibly have to accomplish anything with my uh, lowly acts uh, in this world? So he, he just got through in Sha'al of Beis and Gimel setting up how the world works and how we human beings, and especially we Jewish people, we have the ability in every action word, thought that we do to make and break everything on a spiritual level. That there are worlds and universes and galaxies and all these, whatever, I don't even know how to define, how to, what to call them, but there are these olamos, there are these worlds that exist that are the uh, background to everything meaningful that ever occurs and they are all triggered by us. And the, the funny thing is, is that we don't see it. Well, maybe it's not so funny. But the, the, we, we don't <coughs> see that that's what's happening. So a person does one action. He does one chesed. And there is a tremendous amount of, uh, of, of spiritual power that is unleashed. There is a revelation of Hashem that is brought into this world that creates all kinds of wondrous, great things. A person, chas v'shalom, does something wrong, and then the opposite happens. And we're just sitting here, shooting the breeze, doing a favor for someone, and saying Lashon Har. I don't know. Like, you know, so now, wham, wham. And we're, we're, we're like, we, we, we're, you know, as imagine like, uh, 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 you put a toddler like in the, in the cockpit of a, of a 747, and he's just fooling around, and he's hitting his buttons, and he's turning on the lights, and this and that's us in this world, because we don't realize that all of a sudden the plane's going like this, and he's just he's just fooling around with the things, and not you know none the wiser. That's how we're living. So, so a person should never say, and this is, and and it's 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 very the 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 way he's capturing it is is very harsh, very important. Is he saying, this is the Torah, this is, like, this is what you've got to know about humankind. Is that a person should never say, who am I and what can I accomplish? Because the, the most um, important tool that the Yetzirah has in his toolbox in order to get us to not care and not be mindful of the things that we do is for us to think that, what am I already? Just a bunch of, I'm a big nothing. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm a two-legged animal. Wh- whatever, whatever that is. As soon as a person starts thinking that way, that his actions have no impact on the world, that is the beginning of downfall of man. So, therefore, a person has to realize that, no, 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 everything that you do is so tremendously impactful. Omnam, however, yavin So a person should understand and know. And, and, and set 
into the, 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 the way he thinks and the way, he, the way his lave thinks, the way his heart thinks. Shekol prate maisov vidiburov umachshavosov. That all of the details of his activities, of his words and his thoughts, kol eisverega, at every moment and second, lo is avidu chas v'shalom, are never lost. Umarabu masov umod godlu v'ramu shekol achas olak fisharasha, lifol pu'ulasa begovim eromim. And how wondrous and, and, and many are, are the infinite, uh, infinite are the ways of Hashem that every single action with its shoresh goes back to its shoresh. And th- th- we now know we have, we have some, you know, most of us are kind of armchair psychologists in some way, and we read and, and, and hear enough stuff about it to, to recognize that every time any of us do anything, we know that it's really, while there's, there's the nature and there's the nurture of the whole thing, it's all because of stuff that we have experienced or seen or um, hang-ups we have or don't have. That is what's driving us to make any kind of decision that we're making. And all of that is part of like kind of like the... the, the, the all of those things are factors in one thought that we have, one word that we say. And all of those things are kind of coming out of us to create some sort of tremendous, uh, impactful thing that's going on up on high. And again, the way the world works is that we do something. It sets off a whole bunch of impacts up there. And then there's this whole trickle down of because that happened, therefore things happen in our world. The connection between the two is not something that we're, we're privy to. That, that's, that's not what we see. I believe that in, um, when they talk about the concept of like Merkava, that, that there's some sort of like chariot of Hashem, that is, that, that is a reference to this idea of that there's a, a way that a revelation of Hashem in some way either takes place or Hashem gets chas v'shalom covered up by the things that we do. So the, 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 the sense of, of Merkava, Merkava is like the chariot of Hashem. What's a chariot of Hashem? It's the way Hashem presents himself. So things that we do can present Hashem to the world. Person, uh, the stories in the Gemara of somebody doing tremendous acts of piety and then the reaction being, oh, you know, Baruch Eloke Yisrael, like, blesses the God of... Uh, that is a person who is literally living what we call Kiddush Hashem, that he's sanctifying Hashem's name. But he's, he's bringing the reality of Hashem out in this world. And then, Chas Shalom, you have the flip side, where people act a certain way, and then people say, like, well, this, that's, that's, that's their God, this is, this, is a, this is a God-fearing people. And then that Chas Shalom takes Hashem and covers him up, and debases the, the, the shame Hashem, the name of Hashem. So all of these things are happening with every movement, action, thought that we do. Um, so Haga. So, so he, he so footnote over here, note. The carve the Shmoa, Shagam Zebachal Kavanasam Ba'avos. So he says that you could also say that this is Pshat in the Mishnah, where it says, Damalamalamimcha. You should know what's above you. So we always take that as 
the simple pshat in that Mishnah is that a person should always be functioning with like a sense of like, Hashem is above me. Hashem, yeah, the Hashem is always around and that therefore I have to be scared of doing what I do and Hashem is always watching. But he says, Ratzel Omar, even if you don't see it with your eyes, you should know what is above you, meaning you should be aware that of the impact of the things that you do up there. You should know. Everything that's happening in these spheres of spirituality and malachim, etc. It's all coming from you. Based on what, where your actions, what they're, where they're leaning. That's what everything happens because of them. So da, you should know, malamala, that everything that's above is mimcha. It's from you. You are the one who affects everything that goes on in this world and in that world. And in truth, somebody, a wise person who truly understands this to its, to, in, in its full, you know, full body truth, so person's heart is going to tremble inside of them with, with um, uh, all sorts of tremblings. When you think about the things that you may have done that maybe weren't so good. What kind of destruction one can wrought with, um, uh, with, with a, just a, a very simple light, what we would call a light sin. Much more than the destruction of Nebuchadnezzar and Titus. So this is quite the statement. So he's saying that Nebuchadnezzar and Titus who destroyed Bate Mikdash, they destroyed our Besa Mikdashes. So my Avera is potentially, or not just potentially, is more impactful than anything that they did. And he's going to explain, yeah. Well, so the, the, the system is, is, is that, like, we're, we're, we, are, we are completely unknowing, completely able to really make a tremendous and, I mean, huge impacts in ways that we don't have any inkling of. And yet, we're put in the driver's seat for something like, like how are we up to the task? It, it, it's like, what, what's, it's like, what's the plan? No, and that's it, it is the funny thing that like you know like now I found this out right like, like well, this should be part of like you know this is just being first grade right right <laughs> um, it, it yeah I mean it, it it's you know there in some ways I'm just I'm now I'm just like taking a a, a fling at it that. In some ways, this kind of knowledge is, could be not helpful for people. It could be overwhelming to the point where people give up. It could be something where it's like, okay, come on, like, I don't see it, you know. Ah, it doesn't, doesn't feel right to me, you know, like, like, like we would have feelings about these things. But, but it, it's, you, you have to have, th- there's a certain amount of like, um, of, of depth of understanding that you have to have of, of there are lots of we are now aware of many more processes that, that have an invisible 
side to them. It's like, it's push it now that like, I'm going to push a button and I'm going to be able to let somebody know something. I'm going to record this. I'm going to, like, there are so many things that we do where I just, you know, a kid sees there's a button on the wall that they don't know that there are wires that go and, and, and link up to light switches behind, to, 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 to the lights up here. And that's just a very simple one. And in this show, like, you know, who knows what the wires are going to, right? Um, right, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly, right? So the, there are, we, the, we, we have much more of a, of a and, and I think we spoke about this at a different time, whether it comes to germs, whether it comes to the cellular system, all of these things are like, Nobody knew this stuff. We have, we, we almost, in a way, even though our world's not like, you know, so much better than it was back, but we do have an awareness and a way of believing and understanding that there could really be things that are totally invisible that m- matter. It, you know, it's very hard to convince. If you have, um, if, if someone has... Um, some kind of uh, uh, of health condition, if they don't feel it, especially like younger younger people, right? If they don't feel it, if they don't like know, like what is okay? You're you're smoking, okay? So this is going to do this to your lungs. Like so, what do we do? Is we show pictures, we do this, but the guy who keeps smoking, he's like convinced that his lungs are not turning black. He's okay with that. Like, you know, he's just like, yeah, you know, that happens to some other guy. There, there's, because it's invisible, they don't see it. So therefore, it's just not something that is real to them. And that, this is introducing us to a world that, in, that, that is not real. So on the one hand, we do have a level of sophistication where we know that there are these things that are not real, that, that are not visible to our, to our eye, that really, really matter and that we adjust our lives because of it. So the doctor tells me less salt because otherwise you're going to have high blood. Like, all right, I'll take your word for it. We, we do things like that. And th- we have hope of at least translating this into some kind of reality for ourselves. But imagine in a world where, they, where nobody knows this or with kids who don't get this or with younger people or less mature people who it, 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 this, is a, this is a little bit hard to swallow. The consequences are enormous. Right. And, and also that part is also like something where people don't like to think about when there are enormous consequences. It is taught to kids in a sense. I mean, tell kids things like, I mean, little kids, they can repeat back to you. When you do a mitzvah, you're build, putting a brick in the base of Migdash. Right. It's going to come down. Yeah. Right. So in a sense. We, we, yeah, 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 we do. Right. On a kid's right. level. On a kid's yeah. level. Right, right. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, right. That's true. So we do give that sense over. But this, this, this Nebuchadnezzar and Tita stuff, this is heavy business. Because this is saying how, like, the biggest disasters of Klal Yisrael, the biggest things, like, we have days that we fast for 24 hours, and we fast, and we don't, we don't wear shoes, and we, and we have three weeks leading up to it where we don't listen to me, and then nine days, and then we have those days, and, like, all that, well, <laughs> you know, you shouldn't have, uh, you know, when you ate without a bracha, you know, that was, that was worse than, than what they did. What? Like, what, what are you talking about? So now he's going to explain a little bit. So, so he says, yeah. One of the additional challenges, besides ones that you mentioned, is that 
in the physical world, we're getting closer to understanding the physical ramifications of our actions because of technology. But in the spiritual world, we're getting farther away from that. Because we don't have Nivula. Because of technology. We, oh, all right. Well, that's a separate thing. <laughs> but, no, but is it because, because we, part of it is that we believe that we control more things. I mean, if that's what you meant by that. Not just the technology, like just, you know, but now we believe that we can control our health. While it could be that in the old days, people didn't know what they were doing, but there was much more of a reason to say like, well, you know, if I daven, I'll be healthy, as opposed to saying that, like, davening, all right, I'll daven too. But, like, you know, I'll take this pill, and then I'll be healthy. Yeah, that, that's a, even another fact. But I'm saying, like, ruchnius-wise, like, you know, we're, we're, we're not going to come to the conscious of the Kiva Eger. You know, like, we're just, we're, we're yeah, holding yeah, my no. scroll. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ruba the Ruba. You we know, are Ruch Kodesh, where at least those people like you hear stories, you know, that they right. had some connection to these these things, and we're getting like we're getting further and further. further from that. Yes, that is true. That is true, and yeah, it's almost like right. We we have more in the physical and and even less. Yeah, it's very interesting. So he explains. He says, "Now think about this." Kelo they did not really, they could not touch Hashem. They could not touch anything that was above, that was spiritual. They're not connected up there. So nothing that they do can touch it. So their actions, being that they're not rooted there, so their actions don't track, trail up there. What happens is that we sinned. Because we sinned, there was a weakening of, so to say, Hashem's koach. Es mikdash Hashem timu kaviyachal hamikdash alyon. So we were metame, we desanctified um, the higher mikdash. Therefore, Nevuchadnezzar and Titus, they were able to touch the mikdash down here because which is, uh, corresponds to the upper mikdash. Like, oh, you know, what do you think you did? You think you just uh, destroyed something? You, you ground flour. It was already like, you know, it was already fine flour that you put in your mill and you ground. Meaning, the Besamekdash was destroyed before you destroyed it. You didn't do anything. Our Avonos destroyed the outer, the, 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 the upper um, uh, dwelling. Those upper worlds. And they just took down the outer shell of it. So when we talk about the idea that, that you know, what, what they did was obviously a horrific thing and, and they destroyed the Beis Mikdash and they're given uh, credit, so to say, for doing it. And they are our enemies and they did these horrible things. They were only able to touch the Beis Mikdash because we sucked out the pnim, we sucked out what was inside of it. 
by our destroying the, whether you want to call it the upper Mikdash, you want to call it the spiritual side of the Mikdash, then what was the base of Mikdash in the end? It was a building. Okay, well, buildings can come crashing down. You can, you can, you know, if it's made of the right materials, you can set it on fire. Because it became a building. Who turned it into a building that was destroyable? We did that. So who was the one that really destroyed the base of Mikdash? We did. What was, what was left that they were able to do something to? They, people of this physical world, they were able to touch the physical. They were able to touch the outer shell of what it was. But really, it was, it was, it was basically, it was a corpse. So they went and they stuck a knife in the heart of it. Great. But that, that wasn't the, the true destruction of it. The true destruction of it was what Klal Yisrael had done. And that's, and that's the sense of our... So what destroyed the Beis Mikdash? We'd think of Nebuchadnezzar, Titus. I mean, you know, any destructive force in Klal Yisrael's history, any time there was destruction, we will look at our enemies and say, people, you shouldn't have done that. But at the same time, we always have to say, there's only one reason that Klal Yisrael is ever touchable. It's because we... we are, we, are, we have the capacity to become untouchable and we wrecked that side of ourselves and therefore we became people who could be destroyed by the millions. That's, we have to look inside and see what, what was it that we did in order to allow that to happen or in order to enable that to happen. So the, the, the public, the enemies, so to say, on the outside that we deal with, they... They did obviously do bad things, but they're not the ones who truly destroyed or truly caused that to happen. And this was David HaMelech's tefillah when he said, um, um, that, that he said, he wanted Hashem, he wanted that, like, let it be considered that the enemies were the ones who destroyed things up on high. What do you mean, let it be that way? Because the enemy of Klai well, they didn't really do anything. We did it. We took, we sucked the inside out, and then that, that's what caused all of these things to be able to be things that were um, uh, destroyed and messed with. So also from this, the, the heart of a person should tremble from, from this holy nation. Because a person has built inside of them all of the kochos and all of the worlds. Um, we're going to see in Perek Vav and in Sharbez. Shehem hema hakodesh v'amiktash ha'alyon Okay, so this is, I think maybe we should really t- talk about this more next week, but what he's going to say over here is that we have a concept of a Beis HaMikdash, and, and this is, again, he's, he's still focusing on the, the, the ultimate tragedy of Kali, so was were the destructions, that were, you know, the, the Bate Mikdash that were destroyed. We correspond to those Bate Mikdash. Like the, the base of Mikdash is really just a model of us, us as individuals, us as a nation. 
we have a lave, we have a heart. That's the holy of holies. And then what, what ends up happening is that, okay, so then that means if, if my heart is the holy of holies, if my, and, and heart means like my inner um, passions and, and desires, etc. So then that means that if something, um, if, if I desire something incorrect, that's like something not correct happening or entering or going into the Kodesh Kadashim. That's a bad thing. That, 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 that's, that's, and, and we can only imagine how super impactful that, that, that was or would be. But then, but then we're it also. And really, learning about the Mishkan or the Beis Mikdash is really all about learning about ourselves. And that, that's kind of like a, the, the fascinating thing that's going on over here is that um, the, the, he, he is turning everything that we know about Yiddishkeit into that's all in you and it's all about you and it's not about when we think we, we, we a lot of times we get very focused on on, on your lulav and your esrog and your tefillin and your talis and, and the things that surround us that we utilize for, for mitzvahs but those, those are really just like they're kind of outer trappings that allow us to do things but it really all comes down to you and what's going on what are you doing and what are you thinking and what are you feeling? And those are the things that are the, the, the reality of the ruchnis of this world and therefore the, re- the reality of what makes this world go round and, and why things could be good or chas v'shalom not. All right, we'll stop over here. Mr. Koch?